Yes, we are every Monday, and uh, we say hello to Frank right now. Frank, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. I, I tempted to think that somebody just scored again in that game. I don't know. <laughs> a quick look back. <laughs> I, I I don't recall being in too many NFL games, and I've been going to them since the '80s. That finished 48-45. Unfortunately, you guys were on the 45 part of it, but just as a as an offensive back and forth, that was. That was a rarity. Yeah, I haven't. I think that's the highest scoring game I've ever been a part of, for sure. Uh, frustrating, definitely, really frustrating to not come out on top. Your offense. Let's talk about the positive first. The offense scored those forty-five points uh, because you didn't. It wasn't like there were pick sixes or something. You you had to accumulate all of those. Uh, just being able to to protect, to, to get the, uh, the, the yardage for not only running back that runs over 100 yards, but a tight end that gains uh, almost 180 yards. Uh, what, was, what was like the huddle like during yesterday's game when it feels like almost every, every play is, is like 10 yards? Yeah, you know, uh, our mindset was just kind of keep scoring, uh, keep doing what we had to do to win the game. Uh, we know we had some guys down this week, and uh, everybody kind of stepped up and uh, was ready to execute. Uh, credit to Coach Johnson, uh, getting everybody prepared, and uh, guys were ready and guys were executing. You're right about people who were out. I mean, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was out, if arguably your best receiver. Uh, certainly DeAndre Swift, Swift your best yeah. running back. Mm-hmm. And yet here comes Jamal Williams, and he, he gains uh, – a hundred north of a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, here comes. Uh, well, we all knew T.J. Hawkinson was a good tight end, but I mean, hundred eighty yards for good. him. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Reynolds and and uh, and Cephas and some of the other guys out there really did step up. That's kind of what made it even harder to take because you guys were able. There were a lot of times you were down fifteen points, down fifteen points, when it was like, all right, this is a blowout, and 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 we're going to be on the wrong end of the blowout. But you guys kept fighting right until the, the last attempt at, a, uh, at an onside kick. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is a resilient group, man. Uh, we, uh, we, one thing I can say about us is we'll always battle and we'll always compete to try to come out on top. It's frustrating it hasn't happened. But, uh, I mean, I, I never question the fight in our guys. Is it more maddening that you could be 3-1, and 4-0 now? Oh, nah, it's just that many plays away than, say, if it was games where you just guys just got blown out of. Is it harder to take this way or is the other way better? I don't know. I mean, honestly, losing is uh, horrible no matter how it comes. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of positives on offense this year, and uh, that's, that's, that's been good, but honestly, losing is losing, and it, it really sucks no matter how it comes about. When you guys lined up for that onsides kick, and you're, you're, you're basically, you know, you, you're within three, how do you feel as a player about the odds of getting that ball? Because you know football. You know, it's got to be it's single digits, I think, is the percent of those onside mm-hmm. kicks that work. And yet every time you line up, you always think, yeah, we just get this onside kick. We're all set. And if somebody said to you, yeah, you have a 3% chance of getting this right now. You got a 97% chance of failure. Uh, do, do you, because you're a player, do you realize like, all right, this is really a long shot. I hope it works, but I got to be realistic about it. Or, or are, you, are you jumping on that same 3%? 
Uh, I mean, we're. Uh, I think it would be bad if we weren't optimistic about it, right? Like we uh, we practice that. At, we pr- practice special teams every week. We uh, we drill it. We drill it. We talk about it. We talk about it. So I mean, as a player, it's not really. I'm I'm not really honestly thinking about the onside kick. I'm thinking about that two minute drill after and thinking about what we could expect or what we could be doing. So it, as a player, it's just kind of like next play, next play, next play, next play until until you're told it's over. Yeah. Well, you weren't told it was over until the very end, mm-hmm. really very end. Uh, by that point, a lot of people had, had left because I think when the onside kick thing didn't work, uh, they bailed out on it. There were also a lot of boos, uh, and, and, and that's never positive when you're at home. How do you as a player ingest those? I thought the fans were great. Um, I thought it was a live crowd. I think, I think most of the boos I noticed were for that, that one call where they gave uh, – Seattle the extra down or whatever yeah, that yeah. was otherwise I thought the fans were great for the defense on third down and I, I didn't hear many boos personally mm. well good life will be happier <laughs> that way for you uh what about the defense I mean I know you're an offensive player but the defense we you know we, we, we can't fool people it's not good it's it's it hasn't been good all year it's been giving up a lot of points and yesterday was that that was a team that was averaging about 15 and a half points a game they scored 48 what what how, can you change things at this point in the season to make radical changes in a defense oh i have faith in those guys man uh one thing that coach uh campbell always emphasizes is it's the it's the constant race to improve in this league and uh as long as guys focus on uh what they need to do and everyone focus on doing their job and stays in their lane do their job trust their guys uh, a lot of changes can be made. And each week in the NFL is a completely new week, and it's a new challenge. So uh, I have a ton of faith in those guys. And uh, it's not like us as an offense, we're freaking perfect either. We got a lot of work to do, and we got a lot of things to improve on as well. And that's the part of complimentary football. We always got to be there for each other, whether it's a low-scoring defensive battle one week or it's a high-scoring like this past week. You just kind of have to be there for each other. Well, yeah, Coach uh, Campbell and, and, and Jared Goff also said, if we start pointing fingers at one another, we know where this, that ends. It, it, it always ends badly. And, and it's so tempting to say, hey, it's not our fault. We scored 45 points. Or on a week where the defense holds, it says, hey, it's not our fault. We held them to 17. Uh, how do you fight the resistance to say, well, don't look at me. It's those guys' fault. We, uh, you know, we kind of, it's built through training camp. It's built through the bonds we've developed as uh, not just teammates, but friendships. It's uh, understanding that it's kind of us versus the world, and we have to be able to just rally and trust our teammates and know that our brothers are doing everything they can to improve, and that's kind of part of it. Is there a part of the season where you try to get to where you guys are playing at your best? Like, are the last eight games more important than the first eight games, even though they all count as one, but is there a, part of the season where you guys want to be at where we're playing our best i'd say most teams would say that they're they're always trying to improve and by the end of the season they want to be rolling at their best uh obviously that's not you want to you want to start great right and you want to get better but however it works you just want to be putting your best ball towards the end of the season well you guys i mean it's nothing to complain about about the offensive line the holes that you guys were opening up for your running backs and 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 the protection that you were for the most part, given to uh, to Jared Goff was 
enough to get everything done. Honestly, he made one one mistake. Otherwise, I thought he looked great. Yes, I mean, very I, good. I, I, it, it, it's weird because nobody talks about that after a loss. You know, everybody just talks about uh, Lions did this or didn't do that or the defense is terrible, whatever. And and of course, there is that one interception, which was just a bad. It was a bad throw. He shouldn't have done it. But okay, you know, if you do anything forty times in a game, you're probably going to make a mistake. But I thought he was like. As accurate as I've seen Jared Goff be since he was a lion. Yeah, I mean uh, Jared's. I think he's been rolling this year. Uh, he's confident. Uh, I've got a ton of faith in him, man, and he he works hard and he he really cares. And uh, I mean, I think it's showing. He really trusts Coach Johnson, and uh, they've got a they've got a good thing going for sure. Yeah, he's even scrambled around yeah. a little bit in backfield and found found guys you know on broken plays. And 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 threw the ball well. I mean, mm-hmm. he placed it well, and you know, guy. It's a good game for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be the first to be critical of Jared Goff when he when he's not playing well. But I'm also not gonna not gonna compliment him. <laughs> he, he looked really good. I just uh, it was a shame that you know that all gets washed away with a. They don't remember about the forty eight forty five. Yeah. How does the line playing so good with spare? Where you have you know you, two places that you have people coming in for starters, but you guys. Still seem to be playing like Mitch said as a unit now, and those are with backups. How, how you haven't played one snap this year with the regular offensive line? Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is the way Coach Fraley prepares everybody. Uh, a lot of it is hats off to Skip and Evan and whoever, or Logan, whoever has had to step in and play. Uh, we've kind of established in our own line room one thing that Coach Fraley really takes a lot of pride in is. There's a standard, and uh, we've established that standard, and we want to we, we hold ourselves high, and it doesn't really matter who's out there. We expect ourselves to play that standard. So, uh, and we've still got a lot to improve on. But let's, let's be honest, it's, it hasn't been perfect, but uh, it's been it's been pretty solid. Well, does Dan Skipper get like his own parking space now? I mean, hasn't he <laughs> kind of worked his way into the? <laughs> that, you know, okay, you're you're no longer the the, the, the guy who's lucky to come up from the uh, practice squad. He's, yeah, he's got a he's got a parking space like the rest of us. <laughs> Good deal. All right, he's earned it. Well, we'll hope for better things next week as you hit the road for a couple of weeks, and uh, we look forward to talking to you then. Thank you, Frank. As always, appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Frank Rag now from the Detroit Lions here on seven sixty WJR every Monday.